direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo! Mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and I'm Ron Miltz. And we are so excited to be back here with you guys again for another rousing episode. Okay, but seriously, uh, we got a lot to talk about on this episode. Um, we are way behind the curve, um, but we've got to talk about the other one of the other big movies that came out so far this summer. It's time to talk some Guardians, you guys, because Marvel is fucking still doing it right over in their neck yep. of the woods. Guardians They're of the Galaxy Volume 2, man. So there, there were problems with this movie for me. In a lot of ways, I liked it better than the first film, but I think there were some things that I understand why, but I'm... It just kind of like got bogged down once it got to his planet. Oh, you thought so? Yeah, it just got a little long for me. I, See, for me, I, I thought, well, like, you know, with the first movie, like, right in the start, it's very serious. Right. Right. And then it gets funnier as it goes. Right. And this one, complete opposite, starts off totally funny. And it got more serious. And it got it more serious, really serious, right. as it as it progressed, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought it definitely uh, fleshed out, you know, um, the Star Lord character. I was just super yeah. excited. It was not an Empire Strikes Back ripoff, <laughs> although although it definitely had. Uh, uh, you were my father. Well, the whole story was about familial relationships. Like yeah. the entire story for every character was them dealing with a father son relationship. If you go back and look at it, mm-hmm. which I thought like people were like, well, blah blah blah, and I'm like this. Everything about the second one for me, I liked more than the first one. Everything. And I know that it's like I'm in the minority on that one. Um, But it was fun. I laughed at all the appropriate spots. I thought all the characters had character growth from the first film. You know, we all went on a journey. Everybody got a good story. You know, Drax still fucking. Oh my god, he, he stole, stole the, the he stole the movie for me, dude. <laughs> and you know what was surprisingly <laughs> not awesome was Baby Groot. I disagree. Like the first beginning of it, and then the little scene in the cave. But other than no, that, there like wasn't the, the sequence where he's like, "Go in." It's a fin. Go into my oh, room. Oh, that, that, that was funny. That was funny. That was pretty good. And he's right. like, "That is a desk." He brought a desk. <laughs> That's the scene they showed us at Comic Con, and uh-huh. the room like died. Like yeah. that, was was that was really funny. Really funny. But I think Drax was the breakout star of this movie. You are incredibly ugly. Right. <laughs> you're, right. You're hideous. <laughs> so good, dude. But I, you are beautiful on the inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. B- Batista, man, he, he, was, he was fucking awesome in this, man. And like, he, I was kind of surprised at how, like, I, like, that movie, and then I loved the, uh, uh, why, fuck, dude, why did I just lose her name? Um, the, te- the, the No, the... Oh, uh, uh, oh uh, uh, Mantis. Mantis. Like, Mantis was... For me, like it was like female, like she her awkwardness. Although she understood relationships more, she's like, "You are in love (laughs) with her." (laughs) Like that whole sequence, like all, like there were so many nice moments in the movie for Mm -hmm. me that I enjoyed it, like start to finish, and I never got bored. Like I never got bored. I I liked how they called fucking Rocket everything, but Uh he's a fucking trash panda, (laughs) and he's a fucking. She kept calling him a fox and shit, just like. Can I pet him? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. <laughs> oh, that was a practical joke. Ah. 
Uh, and then uh, uh, <coughs> it was kind of funny because uh, one of the complaints people had were, and I love when people don't understand story in any way. They were like, there was no bad guy in the film. I'm like, no, Kurt Russell was always the bad right. guy in the film. Yeah. You just never, like, it's one of those things where you don't realize it until a certain point. Right. But he was always set up to be the villain, you know? And it's like, I, I just, I laugh at people and their, it, their inability to not be spoon-fed things. Like, they can't follow... Like, hey, guess what? Even though he seemed nice, he was never nice at any point. Like, right. that's the whole fucking point, dummy. You know, uh, right? Uh, like the whole, like the whole setup of like the father son relationship was always between. It's it's too complicated for some reptilian brains <laughs> to fucking to comprehend uh, all the different dimensions. Of, of a fucking goddamn personality in a story. I, I mean, guess, fuck, man. dude. It makes me mental. I, I And I, I loved... Uh, uh, why, I, why am I... I cannot pull anybody's name from this movie. The Michael Rooker character uh, 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 with the Finn. Why, Yondu. Yondu, thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Like, all the Yondu stuff. And, and once again, going back to Alien Covenant, not because we need to talk about that, but nothing in that movie was earned. And I feel like every moment in Guardians 2 was earned. Like, yeah. they earned those moments, including Yondu's death at the end. Yeah. Like, I did not think that I would care enough about Yondu when he died. Right. That I would get emotional about it at the end mm-hmm. of the movie, you know? But when he, I was like, no. no I knew, no. and I fucking knew right away. It's like, goddamn, Captain, why are you always giving this guy a break? It's like, because that's been his son. Right. He right. raised this boy. He, he it's it's he has that father son relationship where it's like, I can't show you how much I love you. I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk about how I'm always was gonna eat you, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but I love you. You know. Yeah. And then Michael Rooker had the absolute best fucking. He's like, ah, you look like Mary Poppins. Oh, <laughs> Mary like, Poppins, y'all. Hey, look at me. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> like, I want that on a shirt with him right. just floating with the umbrella. You know. I've seen that actually. Like that's a fantastic shirt somewhere to be had. I think my only disappointment for me in that movie, my only disappointment, was um. Weirdly, I did not enjoy Rocket as much in this movie. Yeah. I thought the Rocket stuff was kind of forced in spots, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I... It didn't bother me. Now, his scene where they all show up, the Ravagers show up... That was and fun. And he takes them apart, that was great. That was like vintage Rocket. Right. But I thought, like, all of his anger that he had... Uh, it didn't like, like. Why did you steal those fucking batteries? Right. To be an asshole. Well, that I like. That was fine. That was kind of funny. He's like when he's showing the fucking bags. Like, look <laughs> what I did. But it was like basically from the point when they're on the ship and he was like fighting with Yondu and all. Right. I'm like, I, I didn't feel like I thought we had gotten past that sort of in the first movie, you know. And then it like reoccurred, you know, as opposed to where Drax, like you could see he was like starting to get like I, I, I it's a metaphor, right? <laughs> you know. Uh, there were like little moments like that, and with Peter, it was like you could see everybody's relationship had like grown, you know, yeah. except for him and Gamora, obviously. Like mm-hmm. they put that relationship off for another film. Right. Um, but you know, I, I just that was my only complaint was I felt like Rocket being shitty, like overly shitty in the second act was a bit much, right. uh, and not there was no reason for it, you know. Right. And then he sort of was fine at a start. He's like, I'm fine. I'm I just got some sand in my vagina, you know. Right. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's build a bomb, you know. I did like more Nebula. Uh, but yeah, I think right. she, I think she's fucking hot anyways. Well, she doesn't do anything in, wrong in my what's book. What's Karen Gillian's her name? She is banging hot. Dude. Yeah, she's beautiful. Like, and it's funny because all the stuff with like the relationship between the two of them, uh-huh. like I totally buy into. Right. right. Like you know, and it was just basically like her and I love her going like you know I, I uh, 
like used to like every time you beat me like he would fucking add another cybernetic limb to me you yeah. know and she's like i never wanted to fight i just wanted a sister and yeah. you were the one that was the asshole like that scene i was like wow that was like way more powerful than it right. should have been right yeah. you know totally and then all the the ravagers getting uh, uh fucked up by baby groot and yondu i like i love that section but just the film. part where they were fucking shooting him out the fucking airlock you know? oh like, that was this gnarly. is this is what happens this is actually what happens when there's a fucking mutiny right you know it's like mm-hmm. they're they're out they're out the fucking it's door it's not pirates of know? the caribbean where we're gonna sing and fucking right ho, ho. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they they walk the fucking plank with those guys what did know? you guys think about the uh the stallone uh, uh i liked it dude like if they that i i actually liked the fucking Hasselhoff had to go. That was fantastic, no, though. No, no, the David Hasselhoff cameo go. was phenomenal. <laughs> no, it had to go, and his bullshit song at the end has to no, go. No, it was so great. It was not great. Oh, I disagree. I just, was, like. I liked it. I laughed uproariously loud when David Hasselhoff. He was, was like, "Perhaps I'll take this for." I'm so <laughs> over the Hoff, dude. Don't put him in the movie. It was enough to have Stallone to go. Eh, okay. But I tell you what, you know, we I think we talked about this Should rumor. Kevin Bacon. This rumor <laughs> about a year ago of like these big name actors that are are like they're picking up the phone and saying, I want in on some of these right. Marvel movies. And here we got I mean, look at look at how many fucking people were stuffed into this movie. Well, look at the last two Guardians movie. You got Glenn Close, John C. Riley was in right, the last right. one. You know, you turn around and you've got um, uh, Benicio del Toro. Right. Like you got these people that are doing one and two scenes worth of work. Yeah. Because it's like the royalties are going to be phenomenal on these movies. Uh-huh. You know. Mm-hmm. And you turn around to the second one, Kurt Russell's the fucking villain. Right. Like you, you had me at hello. You know. Right. And when they, when when Stallone, I was like fucking Stallone. Like the what? The right. Fuck, the you whole, know? his whole crew. It was Michelle Yao uh, from Crouching Tiger. Okay. Somebody asked me if that's what, who that yeah. was, and I was like. You know, man, I don't know. It's Michelle Yao from Crouching Tiger was in there. Okay. Uh, uh, Ving Rhames right. was in there. Yeah, I'm okay, all, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Marcellus is not a bitch in space. Look at right? that, right? <laughs> and then, uh, and even like... You the, had the, the girl, the gold girl was the villain in uh, Man From U.N.C.L.E. That's right, I forgot about yeah. that. And then Miley Cyrus was the voice of the goddamn robot. I believe what? I believe Zombie was another voice of one of the crew members again in this one. Really? He was in the in the first one. I just these movies and especially like the Guardians movies, I think are doing it right. Right. Like in it's in it's uh once again, I mean I I cannot extol the virtues of the Marvel universe any more than I already do. And people that complain that these movies are like, "Oh, they feel <laughs> similar." I'm like, "Yeah, but you know what? They don't suck." Right. Like, right. they don't, like, I, I would rather have a bunch of movies that are similar in tone and feeling that are good than uh, watch Alien Covenant again. Yeah. You know, and I'm okay with people taking chances. Like, I have no problem with that because I think Guardians is a chance. Well, Logan you know? was a chance. Uh, dude, Guardians was an obscure fucking Marvel title yeah, from, like, what, the late 70s, early 80s. Like, and listen, I've been a collector. Yeah, since like 1983 or something. I I didn't know this fucking story. No, I mean maybe I've seen a character here or there and some of the other, but I, I knew nothing of this fucking it's series. Now, at not all. even a B title. It's like a C or D title. Yeah. Am I wrong? You know? Or are Stallone's group the, the original Guardians. Guardians? They are. They were supposed to be the original That's Guardians. What I oh, okay. That's all what right. I thought. And they're like, if you look at them, it's like the original crew. You right. Know? 
So, and that's where Yondu would have come in. Right. He was one of the, and that's like that's a fun little Easter egg. It was like Howard the Duck showing up again. Right. Like, yeah, it's Howard the Duck again. Yeah, we don't need Howard the Duck either. We I, do. I, I like uh, the I like make the, uh, Howard great again. I like Stan Lee's little part in this one again too. Always, it's always dude. cool, dude. Like he's the collector. Yeah. I love that he's the collector. Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually think in the next few years, because basically I think after we get done with the Avengers, I think they're gonna end this cycle. I think mm. you're gonna lose. Stark, Tony Stark will be gone. Maybe Captain America. They're gonna lose all the big hitters, and I think that essentially the Guardians become the new Iron Maybe. Man. It's, Maybe. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I think they're setting it up for that. Um, but uh, the reason I say that is because I, I have the distinct feeling that, like, uh, you know, Adam Warlock, who they hinted at in the egg, like that's what that Easter egg was at the right. end. Right. Um, I think they're gonna cast somebody big as that, mm-hmm. and that'll be our next sort of like. Like we're gonna, you're gonna create sort of like a space version of the Guardians of the Galaxy of the Avengers. Like you have Space Avengers essentially, right. and I think, I think the Fantastic Four is gonna show up in space at some point. Nah, I think Marvel's gonna buy that entity back. They, are, they wouldn't do that, or they, or they wouldn't uh, put him in in space. Why not? They saved Spidey. Spidey was dead. Look forward to that movie. Yeah, but that made sense. Why would you put the Fantastic Four in space? Because they are a comic book about people that travel through space. And fight things interdimensionally. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I don't read that bullshit. Oh, motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) You just shit him on my childhood while you're at it. I got. I'm sitting up against like four long boxes of Fantastic Four. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like you just like. No, I I don't know anything about it. You just like seriously, dude. I mean, if it if it doesn't have uh, you know, the the Miles Teller in it, I I don't want to watch it. Oh, that movie is so bad. (laughs) It's fucking unwatchably bad. Um, but yeah, man, I, and especially as we get closer to Infinity War, I mean, that's next year, you next know, year? it's like yeah. we're there and it's you, you start to wonder like, like what's next, what's next, you know, they aren't talking about what comes next. I've been saying for a year, dude, this shit's going to start winding down. Well, maybe they're smart. Maybe they're going to hit it at the peak and just yeah. like sort of let it. I mean, they're not going to let it go away, no, but it will no. turn into something different, you yeah. know? So I, I think we're past the days of Iron Man and Thor carrying the fucking water for everybody right you know right i think that's come to an end a close as it were yeah i think this will be our last thor movie um i'm looking forward to that shit too dude like i I don't know like there's nothing in the marvel slate that's coming out that i'm like nah i don't want to see that like spider-man gonna be fucking great it's gonna be great look forward to the spider-man one thor totally like he's gonna fight with the hulk in a fucking gladiator pit sign me up dude maybe sign me up like i'll see it but i'm not like stoked for it I'm with Chris on this. I'm not the biggest Thor fan, but I will see the movie. You love you some douche speak. You love it. Ye oldie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did I call the fucking... The douche font? Douche font. <laughs> the, 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 his, his fucking merry band of fucking... <laughs> oh, la- Lady Sif and the... the... <laughs> I, I don't, don't even remember I'm anymore. But the douchebag three years like that. <laughs> I mean, just just never been a big fan, and I wasn't a big fan of the comics too. I mean, no. if I picked up a Thor comic, it was because I had to. You know how they would have that? They would say something and they say, "Oh, see Thor, fucking two thirty two or like whatever." Like a crossover. So I get it and go. He's got me for a buck and a half for that. Fuckers. I feel like know? the I feel the same way about the Hulk though. Like, I, yeah, like, another one that the Hulk uh, was comic a big books, collector of. Yeah, I, I mean, there's certain comic books that I've never been interested in reading, and like Superman, I've never been interested in Superman because Superman to me, you've created you've created essentially a hero that's like 
you can't beat Superman. Yeah. Oh, but at least he has a weakness. Hulk doesn't even have a, we- a weakness to him. He does have a weakness. What is love? It? His love. <laughs> his weakness. But Superman, you get at least you you've got his Achilles heel. Kryptonite. Know? Yeah. I guess, but it's like these. This but apparently that shit's all over the place. Yeah. Well, I mean, the planet that. exploded. Yeah, you know. But here's my problem with Superman is the same problem I have with these fucking <laughs> alien movies, which is an inconsistency in your world's rules. Right. Like I, <laughs> I don't care if it's like. Either kryptonite's hard to find, or it's so easy. Like either Batman's got to like like rob multiple places to get enough to make a spear that it takes all his resources, or I can just walk outside and it's like all over the fucking place. Right. Like I'm on a kryptonite. Farm. Choose one. Like make it make up your mind. Even it's plentiful or it's not plentiful. Either it kills him or it just slightly weakens him. You right. know, it's like I, I it just drives me nuts. So yeah. it's sort of like the Flash. Which we need to talk about for a hot second here after we get done with our Guardians talk. So uh, I don't uh, have much else to add to the Guardians. I mean, it was I enjoyed the hell of it. I, I think the my favorite part was the opening scene with Baby Groot dancing. I loved. I, uh, I think it was me, brilliant. For me, there was a lot of really good, memorable moments, in right. it, including the ending, like the whole bit with Groot and the bomb when he's right. like, "Okay, now tell tell me what you're gonna do," and he's like. I'm Groot. <laughs> yes, I'm Groot. But we yes, saw that I'm in the trailers. No! Yeah, but I don't you know? give a shit about that. It, like things like that, it didn't. Ru- they didn't ruin the end of the movie for me right. in any way, shape, or form. Right. I thought they were gonna fight the big fucking mouth monster was gonna be the final, like the way the trailers set it up. Right. And that essentially, like that interdimensional creature they kill at the beginning, you don't even see the fight with it. Although it did have one of my favorite jokes, which is Drax jumping inside of it with the knives. And yeah. he cut his way out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I have killed this by myself. <laughs> like, like, brilliant. Like, it's so brilliant, you know. Um, but I, I, like, once again, can't wait to see Volume 3. Can't wait to hear the new soundtrack on his Zune. It has I over 300 songs. Or yeah. three, I was like, 300 songs? Woo! I do have to say, I, I downloaded the soundtrack before I saw the movie. Volume 2 is better than Volume 1. I disagree wholeheartedly. Oh, really? Yes. The I think soundtrack it's... for 2 is not as fun. I, there are a couple songs that are good, but you've got some songs and they're like, why is that even in here? I think it listens better than nah, 1. I disagree. There's some good deep cuts on that. There's so. some serious deep cuts on that. Yeah, but that's part you could of the get fun. rid of five or six of those cuts. Uh, I disagree. And, and put something else that that's a little more interesting. I would like I would like Peter to discover some punk rock a little more in this next one. That'd be funny. I think it'd be great if he had like a punk phase in Volume Three. Like that would make my day uh, because he's like at that point, and there were a few like moments on the Volume Two soundtrack. Could use a little Ramones. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, wouldn't it be nice, you know, yeah. or like you know some Kinks or something on there? You know, yeah, maybe a little cool. later. Early. That's a little proto-punk but yeah. like you know something a little later would be fun you know so i don't need like bad religion or anything like that to sex show pistols up no. would be nice yeah, sure i could do some sex pistols on there but i mean isn't that a little overplayed not to be a dick or anything sex pistols yeah like i said i'm, I'm really sticking with the ramones on that be, because they're fun yeah it's right. still fun where sex pistols he's like fuck the world not yeah. so much yeah <laughs> oi i don't want a baby that looks like that you don't want a baby that looks like that nah, yeah <laughs> Uh, I would stick with the Ramones, something like that. But or... there, I mean, there's some good tracks you could pull. Right. Uh, Listen, it had one of my kids on the rail. Fuck, he was fucking dancing right, his little right. ass off. To my it, son dude. sat through the whole thing. I have bought a lot of the songs, yeah. play them on my I've iPod, or in the, the car. You know, I, he, I play him in class, it, dude. Yeah. So. I just for me, it's like, uh, and the only thing like the wife is, I was like, you know, the the, ra- the raccoon's a little foul mouthed. I'm like, well, he's not 
repeating any of it, so we're fine at this point. You know, that's her only like misgiving. I, I do think that was kind of a funny, funny line. The, Welcome to the freaking Guardians of the Galaxy. And he didn't say freaking. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. I, I, for me, I don't have a problem with it, but like for like kids, that's the only thing I could see that'd be like, you yeah, know, whatever. It's what's the rating on it? PG thirteen. So, yeah, so. It's, I'm, I'll tell you, they push, they, they push that envelope these days. They definitely <laughs> but still, 13 is pretty old, dude. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, oh, I yeah. just took for my sure. 11-year-old to Alien Covenant. Right. So, I mean... Yeah, but there's no reason for that movie to be hey, rated Hey, listen, R. man, I've, no. seen, I've, I've been seeing rated R movies, you know... Since I was a little right. kid, dude, I ha- right. I haven't killed anybody yet. Now, mind you, I have a mouth like right, right. <laughs> but I think that would be that way either way. I well, I mean, I I feel the same way about the rated R films. Like Revenge of the Nerds at seven, it kind of fucked me up a little bit, but not completely. All right, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck are Robster cries. But other than that, it's, <laughs> other than that, it's not the end of the world. Um, uh. We're getting low on time here. I think we're going to wrap this up here pretty soon. But before we do, I just want to talk about the Flash finale with Chris. Oh, Jesus. I'm out on this one. It's all you guys. Oh, man. Now, I've been saying for how many seasons now they need to kill off Iris West? Yes. And if you haven't watched it, and this is, I'm telling you, this spoiler. spoiler coming. So they kill off Iris West, and I'm thinking, fucking great. <laughs> and then turns out it was the only likable character on the show that they killed. They killed HR. They killed the only really genuinely likable character. I mean, I, I like Cisco. He's cool, but he's, you know, a what's little his, What's little the actor's much? name? Tom, uh, uh, I can't oh, think of his name. Man. But I feel like we've reached a point with him now where every season we're going to kill one of his variants. We're new HR. <laughs> and new we, get a new, we get a new Harrison Wells from some other fucking inter... And it's just like... I get it. The guy's a good actor, but like this last one, I didn't. I'm like, why? Why? I just look. No, but this character came into his own. I yeah. felt like he was really likable, and uh, more than any of the other Wells. Yeah, I just know? for me, this show, this season was not their strongest season. Well, but here's the thing: Would you have cared if they'd killed off Iris West? Yeah, I would. You would have been hurt by that. No, I wouldn't have been hurt. You'd been happy. I would have been happier than right. what we got with at the end, which and is and I think that's why they did it. Fucking Barry to the negative zone. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the death. Oh. They kill him off because he's the only one that we really care about. I, Other than Barry, you can't kill Barry because it's his show. Well, yeah. Who else? But are you, you can kill? banish him to the negative zone or the fucking. Uh, that, yeah, that was force? so stupid, dude. You get all the way to the end of the episode, he kills himself, and then oh no, she kills him. Right. And we have the resolution, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, the Earth is freaking out. Oh, well, you got to send somebody in the Speed Force. And then, and it's, I'll do it. And it's like you got this whole. You could literally throw in any fucking character besides the lead in the show, but you're gonna like, no, we're gonna put the lead in the Speed right, Force. Right. And I'm supposed to believe like he's gonna be there forever. Like, I don't right. believe that. Like enough for a heartbeat. It was so unbelievable. It, it would have been more believable if if like Wally had like sucker punched him and ran off into the Speed Force. Sure. He sacrificed. Or if they would have the grabbed, they would have grabbed, get him if back. they would have grabbed Old Flash, Old and Flash would just throw him in. <laughs> then like, we survived. And like, what's that, Old Flash? And like pushed well, him in. And you I, know? that's like my kid. Like, why didn't he go? He was just there <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Actually. So we we can't really like throw him back. And he did his time. It's like, well, not Flash. I agree. Somebody could have gone though. I'm just ready for them to a not be fighting a speedster. Yeah. Although I will say this, that show they uh, the the nice thing about this season is they did introduce a lot of uh, like they went back and they had a great two episode arc with Gorilla Grodd, 
That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's all right. Oh, come on, dude. The yeah. Gorilla City stuff, that uh, was All good. I know is they had a uh, musical episode. Uh, yeah. This and, was not their it best was, season. It was pretty awful. I'd say out of the three seasons, this was the weakest, but it's still yes. better than the last five seasons of Arrow. Or the last three seasons of Gotham, or the last sure. two seasons no. of, of uh, don't, Guardians don't of the Galaxy. Don't shit on Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> Show's awesome. It's it, I can't even do it. Uh, I've got them recorded, and I cannot bring myself to watch them. I think you've really I've lost tried. your way with I've the tried, CW. Dude. But you, I'm sure you watch Supergirl every week, right? Um, we are we are caught up. I just piqued Steve's uh, interest on that one. We are caught up on the Supergirl. We're caught up. On, no, I'm not caught up on the Supergirl. Oh no. Um, but I am caught up on the. I Flash. I would assume you watched that shit live. No, but like I am I am nights, caught up on the. Stop what you're doing. We I am caught up on the on iZombie, which has really hit its stride. That show is fucking great right now. Okay, Steve, I'm gonna say something. Hold on, hold on, and you're about to be fucking blown away. I was working on my computer. And the TV was on. And I, w- I had been watching whatever came on before iZombie. And I fucking left it on because there was nothing else on to watch. And I was working. And I accidentally watched an episode of iZombie. And I didn't hate it. It's Ugh. fucking great, dude. It was actually... It's so cheesy fun. It was kind of funny. Yes. I refuse to watch anymore because I'm not going to watch iZombie. Now, which Zombie. one did you watch? I don't even remember. It what, was, what was her persona? Because um, that's the fun of the show. Like it was, she it was like some sort of like a dominatrix thing. Oh yeah, that was good stuff. Like she yeah. ate the mind of a dominatrix and got into like kinky sex stuff. <laughs> that's the that's the brilliance of the show is every episode. Well, I mean, that might kind of catch my interest, <laughs> right. you know. But, but kinky sex stuff in a way that's like on the CW. Like right. you know, yeah. there was no like you know double dildo penetration or anything crazy oh, like that. Oh well, shit, you that know. sucks then. But no, no, it was it was some it's spanking, been really a funny. You know, some in like you know, and like some smacks and things. I just fucking watch reruns of Quantum Leap. Thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, I dude, I, great fucking show. And, and the more people that you know, I tell about this show, they start to check it out. Like, we got our listeners. They're like, it's actually okay. It's kind of like herpes. Like, you just you just try to just avoid it at all costs because if you once you get it, like you're fucked. Like, right, you're in it. You're but in. I'm, I'm not watching any more Eye Zombie. You're but watching. I will say, I did Zombie. not. I did not hate it. How's that? Oof. If the con- how's this? If the concept was a- if she was if they called it anything else and she wasn't a zombie yeah. and just had discovered if she eats dead people's brains. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a book called Chew that's like sure. That. It would have been like I'd have been like I'm down with that. Like that's fun. It's a fun concept. But the fact that you're selling me that she is somehow a zombie, I, I don't have a problem with it. Oh, and one other thing. Oh my God, either of you watched the Fear of the Walking Dead premiere? No, you did say that uh, it was good. It was actually I'm not pretty gonna f- okay. They killed off Maori Warrior Dad. Oh. Surprisingly, after he had a phenomenal opening to the episode uh-huh. in the first uh, episode of the season. Is the old guy? No, the dad. The uh, uh, not fucking Colombian killer guy who. Cliff. Cliff. They killed Cliff. Wow. He's dead. And so. Wait, a- wait, wait, wait. Who's dead? Cliff Curtis. Cliff, the guy that's the, her husband. Okay. That had yeah, the yeah. son that died last season. He's dead too. Oh, okay. Um, so they open the season with they, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So just real. I mean, just to recap. So they got captured by a bunch of dudes that look like army dudes. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're not. They're militia. Uh huh. So they're a group of militia people that were down there in San Diego foraging for supplies, and they're apparently they live out in the fucking desert. Oh, we're back in San Diego, yeah. now. right? Because they had crossed the border. I miss. So it. what they were doing though was it's like it ends up being like a son and his group of people, and they're basically all the people they were capturing. They were taking them down below and shooting them. 
to see they were doing tests on him to see how fucking long it takes him to turn oh okay you know and so they basically like they're down there killing people randomly and yeah. so they take the girls upstairs and he's like we want you to come with us because you're hot essentially right you know? we need breeders we do you know and so a good brother shows up um, and they take the Cliff Curtis character and there's like this whole thing where, you know, he tries to get out cause he's trying to protect the son and the, the Hispanic girlfriend from Mexico. And, uh, uh, they take him out and they, they're like, we're going to just throw him in the pit. Like they've got this pit set up outside and they're like, it's great. Like you're self breeders. We're going to throw you in the pit. They're going to bite you. We'll have more of you get a fucking test on, you know, we're just curious about what <laughs> happens to the dead. So he ends up fighting with fucking bricks and rebar and killing like 24 zombies. Uh-huh. And, and it's a, you're like this. I'm like, I'm watching this and I'm like, this show, like, is this the same show? Like, how is this show fucking cool all of a sudden? I wonder if they had different writers. It has to be. It has yeah. to be. So, you know, there's a sequence where they the kids escape, and they're running out, and they get into, like, the underbelly, and they open it up, and there's all these zombies. Oh, yeah. They and they fucking, the zombies come rushing in through the sewers, and they're fighting to get back out. And then there's, like, they're finally le- getting ready to leave this base, and all the blah, blah, blah. And all the rats come out of the fucking oh, shit. walls to, okay. s- to scurry from, and this one guy's like, what the? F-? And then he does, like, dumbass, like, in the zombie apocalypse, I'm going to look through a hole where rats just came flighting out of. Right. I'm an idiot. Yeah. So he looks through and the zombie fucking reaches in and grabs him. Uh-huh. Um, the fucking dumb mom from the wedding at the hotel, they flash, they, they jump over to there in the second episode because we're like, what's up with the black guy with the boat? You know, he's posing as a doctor to try and, you know, keep his, they're like, end up like he delivers a baby breach. Like there's all this stuff that you're like, I could do that. Like, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious. About I mean, that. I'm, kind of a doctor yeah but the mom fucking commits suicide like jumps out the window i'm like this show just got cool as fuck dude they're they escape the san diego compound and uh they get separated like one group goes out in the trucks and the other one in a helicopter while they're flying over and they're coming into land uh cliff curtis maori dad guy gets fucking shot from the ground literally takes a bullet through the neck and is like in to keep from turning inside Opens the door and fucking falls out to his death. No shit. Hmm. It's like this whole first two. And then they get to the militia camp and it's like, you know, they're in the middle of the desert on like a farm. Yeah. And they're like, you know, it's all these militia people and they've got this on lockdown. And it's like, I'm like, they've got like, they're finally telling an interesting story here. Like it's, I I know that we have shat on this show for two seasons. I'll wait to see what happens the rest of the season. Right. Before I go back and I'm watch the you, end of the last one, I'm and... telling you the first two episodes of this season, they get rid of all the all the chaff, all the characters you hated are gone, all of them. Okay. So all that's left now is the mom, the original mom, her daughter, her son, and the black guy. That's it. No Everybody shit. else is that you were like, all these people are annoying and stupid. They're all gone. Mm-hmm. And they've they finally have showed up in a place where it looks like some people got their shit together in the fucking apocalypse with interesting shit happening yeah and you're and i'm suddenly i'm like they can save this show we've been saying for two years how can they save this show and i'm this all this might be it uh, this might be it they might have found something here they're oh. telling a story well, we haven't took them fucking three years well but we talked about this on last season the walking dead so you sort of had uh 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 the motorcycle crew mm-hmm. aspect with negan and all them you sort of have Rick with your your in the wilderness survivor. We never really we had our gang. We had fucking Tito and the, the boys in season one in the right. city. We've never had a true militia group that's like right. this is what they've been getting ready for. Preppers. Yeah, like seriously. And I'm we've been like, getting ready for fucking aliens. 
<laughs> right? Communists <laughs> and fucking zombies. You know? We're ready. And this crew, they, and he literally goes, well, we've been prepping for everything. I never thought it would be zombies. He's like, but here we are. Oh, now you you piqued my goddamn interest. I, it, and dude, I, I was not, I, I literally, it's one of those things, it's like the iZombie thing. I had work to do on my computer, nothing else was on, and I'm like, fuck it, I'll I'll watch this. I'm going to go home and watch this tonight. You might like it. I got to see this. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not getting invested. I'm just not doing it. I'll, I'll wait until this season's over and you tell me it was amazing. Well, I mean, they're not being chased by Home Depot workers anymore. So it's <laughs> like, at least there's, there's something. <laughs> Whoa. Well, they left Mexico. Is what it was. But, you know, it, it, I just, I was shocked at how I was like this. You remember when we were watching like parts of season one and we're like the drug kids, the only one that gets it. Yeah. Like now I'm like, Oh, there's more people that fucking get it. Right. And they're not doing incredibly stupid things, which mm-hmm. is like the death nail the for me. Two episodes or two seasons. And let's do a stup- the stupidest thing possible. But we got rid of all the annoying characters. You know, yeah. and like I'm sitting here going, Mal, if we just kill the mom off, we're set. Yeah, because <laughs> she is fucking something else. Like we're you're we're just one kill from her away from it just being about the kids, which are the right. only characters and the black guy, the only characters that I like in the show. Right. You know? The only I ones just, who I thought were remotely compelling. Yeah. You know? And the black so. guy, like even I I wish I knew his name so I could stop calling him the black guy. I just I tried to purge that show as much from my memory as right. possible. Yeah. And then now I went Give it, us an episode or two, we'll remember his yeah, name. Yeah, I'll get everybody's names back. I just was shocked how much I enjoyed it. It was uh somewhat surprising so all right um we don't have really anything else to talk about i mean we have some stuff but we're gonna wrap this up does anyone have a rant or anything they want to talk about before we finish up no i mean we kind of ranted on the alien covenant oh. i already talked I about my freaking kids don't. i always have something but... you go right ahead then. no no feel mine, free mine is... all right i'll keep it short okay so basically i'm like renovating my my classroom trying to get like the computers mounted under the tables you know make it look like a, a cool design lab so I'm moving shit around, putting drill, you know, drilling stuff, hooking, you know, basically. I look under the desks and every motherfucking table has gum under it. Every motherfucking This is something table. new? No, I thought this was not. something standard. It's a rant from 1945. Like, <laughs> no, here's, here's what I don't get. This is all Dateline, 1945. There's gum under students' desks. <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm looking at this shit. I'm like, this is some repugnant fucking awful disgusting shit i cannot believe people still do this hey listen man i started literally a facebook folder now of taking pictures of shit i find (sighs) like what is up with people just walking down the street with a q-tip sticking in their fucking ear and then they just throw it on the ground (laughs) same with the little uh floss picks i don't get it dude it's just like they just i'm out in the parking lot motherfucking savages this is where i'm gonna throw it right here so i'm not surprised by the gum it was it was at my other school too in yukaipa i just i do not fucking get it you're here in what is a state-of-the-art lab you have access to shit that the fucking professionals don't use and you're gonna put gum under the table like what the fuck is wrong with you I don't know how like to Like, who the that. fuck does that? <laughs> like, you're talking about 15 and 16-year-old dumb kids. But even then, who the fuck does this? Well, I don't of, understand a it. A lot of people. A Listen, lot of dummies. Man. I know, I, I know. So that's my rant. If you if you fucking put gum under the table, you're a fucking savage, <laughs> and you deserve to be pistol whipped. Hey, listen, man. I work with people who can't even flush the toilet. All right? Uh, so... I'll take some gum. I'd live with people they can't flush the toilet. Oh, Either of them. Oh, I'll tell you. I, <laughs> I, I, 
I would go fucking men. I'd burn the house down. I dude. do. <laughs> like literally. My and my my okay. First off, my child shits like my wife does, which is I, I got a, I got one I, of my boys who could drop Park? a fucking bear turd, man. I'm fucking Jeff Goldblum every time I walk into a bathroom after one of those two, and I'm like, wow, that is one big pile of shit. Like every time, every dude, time. Vic will come and get me. He's like, dude, dad. <laughs> You gotta see this poop that came out of my butt. Yeah. And I'll go in there and I'm going, son, that's what we call a perfect 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I completely agree with the shit that people leave in places that it, and I'm not, you know what? I'm not yeah. fucking surprised anymore by the filth of the human race. Dude. Well, think about the beautiful trip we just took down the Kern River. And every day we stopped for lunch, like I picked up trash. Dude, I just had, <sighs> I just did a trail cleanup last weekend yeah. out at a uh, Bighorn Mine. Holy crap, man! And then I, I took the the weekend before, um, actually the weekend before, uh, you know, the weekend we did our river trip that Saturday. I took the boys up to uh, the base of uh, San Bernardino Mountains. There's a creek up there. I pulled 25 pounds of trash out of there in less than. 40, we were there for 45 minutes playing in the water, dude. We do that every time. I'm not surprised yeah. anymore. No. I'm really not, dude. Well, people I mean, have I've no been, respect for... I've been at 11,500 feet, and I'm finding water bottles on the fucking ground, man. It's like, you came a long way, man, to be a fucking asshole, right, dude. Right, right. You know? So, on the lower levels, I'm not, not surprised at no. all, dude. You know? It's funny when you go someplace, though, where it's like, like as much as I talk crap about um, certain parts of hipster uh, Oregon, I gotta tell you, dude, that was a clean state, mm-hmm. and you could tell the difference as you cross the border into right. California. It was like night and day, yeah. dude. Like we could tell, yeah. like it was like holy shit. But they also had signs that say littering five thousand dollars. They don't fuck around. They're there, not dude. fucking playing. Washington's there. the same way. They're yeah. like, you don't come here and litter, right? Like if we find you littering, it's like you're gonna lose. A, like here, we're like littering fine, two hundred and sixty dollars, and people are like. You know, just making it rain, you know, yeah. on the, and it's like up there, they don't screw around with that, yeah. you know, especially their trails and such, you know, it just, yeah, mental state, man. Like, but no, no surprise whatsoever. By Those that. kids well, are going to grow up to be either. So they're going to grow up to be assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I it just, it just fucking pissed me off. They're probably going to have a SoCal sticker on the back window. It's oh, not yeah. new. You know, I've been dealing with it for over 20 years, but just for some reason, We've we've you know built this lab that fucking professional graphic designers would look at this place and go, God damn, how do you get this stuff? And they still shit on it. It's yeah. like no matter what you do, yeah. it's just it's just their fucking trash can. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to being an old get off my lawn. Get off my uh, it's not get off my lawn. lawn. No, Bastards. I mean here's the thing. You're just now arriving with the rest of us, that's all. Like you've been crotchety about other things for a no, long time. I, I've been on it's again, it's not a surprise. I just wanted it on record. If you're the kind of person that puts gum under a fucking table in a state of the art computer lab, you're a fucking savage and you deserve to be killed. I, I I agree with that. I, I, I would third that. <laughs> I believe that there is a, uh, uh, a uh, what do they call it, a, uh, a quorum, as it were, of agreements on yeah. that. So, yeah, my only rant right now is I am uh, I'm officially tired. Uh, and we've talked about the inception wall in everything. Oh, Jesus. The, the fucking new thing is I am tired of hearing parts of the Tron Legacy soundtrack in every fucking techno soundtrack that comes out for new movies. And it's starting to become an epidemic where I'm mm-hmm. I and it's not like they're not stealing enough of it that it's like the whole thing. 
but we're definitely lifting themes in that same way that when the Star Wars soundtrack came out in the early 80s, every movie had a orchestral soundtrack that sounded like John Williams and especially the space movies. You know, and certain movies like, you know, like uh, what was the uh, 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 the Space Pirates movie one was like doing it or Space Balls is like doing it intentionally to mock. Yeah. You know, but or or but Spice Pirates, I think is the name of that movie. I fucking have Ice Pirates. Ice Pirates. Thank there you. you. Go. Fantastic second chance movie, by the way. Very good movie. Space Herpes. Um, but uh, uh, but there are so many movies that uh, now it's like I'm hearing the Tron Legacy soundtrack. So much so that we were watching something, and, and Iron Fist is like the first, and Ugh. like let's just talk about something that I still haven't finished yet that I, I keep waiting to get better, and I keep hearing it's not going to. But that fucking thing lifts sections of the goddamn Tron Legacy soundtrack. Mm. We were watching a movie the other day, and I and I wish I could remember which one it was because I've watched so many. But I was like, Jesus Christ! Like Tron Legacy called, they'd like their sound cue back so much so that I played both the pieces of music for my wife, and she was blown away how similar they were. You know, and I'm wondering, like, nobody's suing anybody over any of this. Like, there's not any issue. I'm just, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Originality, people. Originality. You know what bugs me? Is this fucking 8-bit sounding bullshit that keeps showing up in, it, like, it showed up in Iron Fist. Yeah. And I wanted to fucking throw something through the TV. I don't have a problem with that. Oh, I'm so <laughs> over that bullshit. It didn't even make sense. Not for that movie. It made no sense. Well, they didn't want to put in, like, traditional, you know, Chinese Buddhist music or anything into uh, it. <laughs> they were already dealing with the fact that it was, like, you know, Mr. White Appropriation over there, as I've heard so much about. Yes, my eyes could not roll back any further on that as yeah. well. So, uh, <laughs> apparently, you're not allowed to do anything ever anymore. So, uh, Oh, dude, I, my dreadlocks fucking drive them nuts, dude. Oh, do you get comments on that a lot? Fuck no. Do you think any of these pussies are going to say anything I, to me? I don't think anybody ever... <laughs> I don't think anybody ever says anything to you about shit oh, like that. Oh, as I walk by, they'll say something when I'm out with an earshot. But yeah, I know it fucking drives them crazy. I mean, as a matter of fact, the original person won't do my dreads anymore because I am a white man. Really? Yep. Told you that. Uh, sent me an article as to why. Really? Uh, yeah. So I was like, to me, that's just bad business. I was like, whatever. You feel like making some money again? Give me a holler. My new girl doesn't have a problem with it. She's fucking cool. And she's a fucking total hippie, dude. You know? And she knows I'm fucking... My dreadlocks are more on a fucking savage fucking scale of fucking barbarians who don't fucking clean... You know, wash their fucking hair and comb it. You know? She's fucking cool with it. She doesn't bother oh. her. You know? So... But yeah. I, whatever. I don't have to worry about it. I well, just gave up haircuts. You officially are like on the uh, Barry Gibb appropriation no, committee. Dude. I just had somebody saying, are you cosplaying Andy Lincoln right now? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Fucking A, man. Just let it go wild, dude. Wild, You're you know? not that far from white Jesus as well. I, that's That was Halloween this year. <laughs> I will be Jesus and, from Walking Dead. Awesome. And we haven't talked about it yet, but the next time we get together, we will be having an American Gods discussion because Steve's got to get caught up. I got to get caught dude, up on this, man. Up. I do. It's so good, I've dude. been recommended this like many times i need to sit down i just haven't had a lot like the weekends no, are, it's over right no we got one more the it's weekends are my fucking time yeah. and we've just been so booked every right, fucking weekend right. like this weekend i'm going camping 
Next it's, weekend is we'll get your priorities together, stuff. man. Watch some TV. There's, Fuck, there's right? some, it's it's good uh, uh, it's good surrealist television, right? And we okay. don't want to get too much into it, um, but they deal like they did this last episode where a uh, Vulcan, the god Vulcan, had mm-hmm. had sort of been forgotten, and he rediscovered uh, his uh, ability to be a war god through guns. And so he basically had taken over a town in West Virginia, which had a gun factory in it, and they were all stamped with the Vulcan seal. Uh, and oh. there's this like great, yeah. great opening where like this happy guy is going into work and he's like waving at everybody at the gun factory and he like walks in and he gets up to this upper level and he falls over a rail into one of the vats. Uh, that's the, one of the smel- uh, smelting vats. Yeah. And it fucking melts him. And so the whole concept is like, oh, these accidents happen here pretty regularly. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's all blood sacrifice. Right. So uh-huh. and any, any bullet that is fired is like a prayer to, to him. him. And that gives him power anytime they shoot off the guns. Gotcha. And so this whole town is Brilliant. very like, yeah. Uh. And so, and then they, 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 they play with a little bit of like Nazi sort of propaganda right. because they all have like the Vulcan symbol. Like they're wearing uh, armbands and support right. for the dead, you know, but it's this town that he shows up in and it's yeah. like Vulcan basically owns it and they oh, worship, okay. they worship him and everybody's carrying rifles on the street. Right. You know, and it's like, they're like worship him through. And, and it's like this super American, like, you know, you're, you know, and it's like we love our guns in this country. Like we all fucking love them; they're great, right? Yeah. But it's like this. It's like you're like that's fucking brilliant, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the episode before that, he meets you meet some of the villains of mm-hmm. this world, you know, that we're that they're introducing. So you meet uh, Mr. World, who is uh, a sort of uh, Mr. World's kind of an interesting villain because he's an evolving villain, right? Um, but the concept of like the entire like people that worship the planet almost. You know, and the the idea of the show is sort of the concept of what came first, the God or like through worship of something that doesn't exist. Does the God come to I've be? got to watch this now because yeah. that's been my theory for the last couple right. of years now is as as people uh, move away from your standard uh, Judeo Christianity, they just fill that with a new yeah. religion mm-hmm. a new god and that's what this with is. scripture yeah and prophets the whole thing so i of, gotta see this one now of, like one of the villain gods is media like, okay yeah the media, sure the media god is jillian anderson x of x files okay fan. and the first time you meet her she's david bowie yeah in the back of all right i heard remote. a little bit about this and then she's marilyn and then she's marilyn monroe okay. and she's lucy ba- lucille ball it's right. funny a few weeks ago it's i had made a post movie. about like when I am driving down the freeway, if I get behind a work truck that's got rebar or pipe or javelins or fucking lances, I immediately get around this truck. I've right. seen enough Final Destination right. movies. Far too many. As soon as I said this, I think somebody had brought, was it you, Ron, that brought Gods, dude. American Gods? I've yeah. got to see this show. The guys I've drive, this, and, it's, and it's all, they really, they really do a lot of interesting things about sort of the concept of a person and their relationship with the gods. Because uh, Wednesday, who is uh, Ian McShane uh, from Deadwood fame, okay. he's actually, yeah, 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 yeah. he's playing Odin. And he, they don't come out and directly say it. In the uh-huh. first episode, it's sort of like, uh, the uh, Vikings, the Vikings. Are arriving at America, and they they essentially pray to Odin to like get us out of here. And so they start doing all these crazy things. But he's a god of war, you know. Right. So the they were like the only way we can be like they just did, like there's this narration, but like the only way we can leave here is if we fucking fight. And so they all these Vikings that are all in the same boat together like start trying to kill each other essentially. Mm. And then through this, like he is, and you never see him. The wind comes up. 
and immediately when the wind comes up, they stop and they all run on the boat and whoever's dead is just left behind. Right. And so that's sort of your, and then it's like, then we meet Odin, you know? Mm. And like this, the whole concept of like the old gods being forgotten and the new gods essentially, which are like yep. media, media and fucking, uh, uh, what's the kid? Uh, uh, technology. Technology. Yeah. Like he's, he's literally uh-huh. like this fucking scene kid with his little sideways hat and his chain. Right. And he looks like, you know, like he would have fallen out of fucking East London, you know, with, you know, and he's an asshole. And like yes. all his minions are these faceless things, you know, they're uh-huh. like people ish, but there's no, there's no discernible. And so they like, you know, they, they basically try and lynch the black guy, it's, you know, it's, the it's anon- like the anonymous they're, and they're just, they're just, the internet. they're yeah. just O's and ones. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's the, and exactly that they're anonymous because, okay. you know, and it's like, so shadow who's our inlet into this universe, he's discovering it. You know, and there's all these great twists and turns. Uh, the book is phenomenal. Sold. Yeah. I bought the book. I'm, I'm about five chapters I'd in. I'd say the show's bigger, better than the book. Right. Okay. At this point, the show, I'm like, the sh- the book was great and the show is phenomenal. You know, and there's, uh, uh, they do, they're, and they're actually giving more payoff than they did in the book. There's a, uh, uh like a really heavy like there's a lot of penis in this show would be the only thing i would like if you're not yeah. ready for a lot of dick um and there's one scene in like the third or fourth episode where there's like a gay sex scene with a genie and this guy and the gene and they they talk about it sort of in the book but like in the they do like this shot where like you know they're having sex and they pull out and they make both of them sort of see-through so you don't see like the dick or anything but the genie fucking comes fire into this guy like <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, like, but the genie's eyes are, like, constantly on fire. And he's, mm-hmm. like, a cab driver. Yeah. So they play with that sort of, like, the idea of the genie, you taking the genie's place, you know, that switch. He's, like, yeah. driving a magical cab. Okay. And so, basically, like, the genie, the guy's, like, I don't grant wishes anymore. and But the guy's only wish is to have a new life. Like, he hates his fucking life. Uh-huh. And so he switches places with the fucking genie and becomes essentially like the new driver of the cab. As gotcha. It's like, there's so much good yeah. shit going All on. Right. And All it's right. fucking violent and like, mm-hmm. and I like trippy. that. Like if you like surrealism, it's there's, there's the leprechaun oh, the who fights with leprechaun everybody. The leprechaun is fantastic. And he's, he's this giant, like, Irish dude. He's like six seven, something just, like that. Just giant man, and but it's not he, a leopard. Well, not what we would think of. Right, but a, that's what they, they're like. What? Who are you? He's like, I'm a, he's like, I'm a fucking leprechaun, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and it's like he uh, uh, he does a lot of like magic constantly with the coins. Yeah, but he's got his lucky coin that he accidentally gives to Shadow, and then be, because of that, it brings his dead wife back. So she's literally like they have an episode where she's being ushered to the other side. You know, there's like all it's like every all the gods exist, essentially, is their concept. OK. You know? And our belief in them drives them. And at one yeah. point, Wednesday's talking about it and he's like, which, you know, he's like, oh, we need to, like they start talking about Jesus. He's like, oh, yeah, white Jesus. You know, he does pretty good. But, you know, who's doing great for himself these days. Mexican Jesus. Uh-huh. Mexican Jesus is killing it. <laughs> right. Well, it, you know, it, it was the one kind of the only cool thing about those Clash of the T- Titan remakes right. that they kind of touched on was it was that these gods were losing their power as right. people lost their faith right, in them and right. stuff like that. And they were moving on to different gods and stuff. That was kind of a cool little concept that's, to it. You that's know? this concept as well, but it's taken in like this really ultra American viewpoint, you right. know? Uh-huh. So like they had an episode where like you, you, they talked about Mexican Jesus like early on and then you see Mexican Jesus in action. So like the illegals are crossing the river and uh-huh. one guy starts to get pulled away and fucking Mexican Jesus is walking on the water and reaches down and saves him. And then 
then like a militia group shows up and starts gunning down the illegals. And so Mexican Jesus sacrifices himself or is sacrificed to the the Hispanics trying to cross the border when he's shot through each hand okay. and then fucking through the head. <laughs> and then right as he's laying on the ground, a fucking tumbleweed goes by and settles on his head. Oh, shit. <laughs> so yeah. it's like this perfect imagery. And I got to see this. It's, it's like so much like and there are some moments. Don't get me wrong. There are right. some moments in it where you're like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Right. right. <laughs> right. There are some definite like scratcher moments. Like, what the you're hell like, is did, this? when did I fall into a Beastie Boys video? Like, right. when did that happen? Right. You know? But then there's like the storytelling so fucking interesting and they do like a whole episode with is this the, on Netflix it's on stars oh it's on stars okay. stars so if Even you have better. it it's on demand oh yeah I've got yeah, yeah. but it's uh, uh, if you can uh, that one episode where they flash back to his girl, his wife girlfriend um, and how she, he ended up in jail and sort of her like how she dies and everything it's like First off, it's brutal in spots. Right. Like, it's emotionally brutal. But then it's, like, her dealing with death. Like, her heart is... Like, she's kind of a zombie, but she's not, you know? Mm. Like, she's slowly decaying, uh, you know? And so everybody walks in, they're like... What's that smell? What's that right. smell? Like, right. she's all stitched together. Yeah. You know? And yeah. He's, he, and then the leprechaun's like... He's like, cause she's got his lucky coin, and that's what's keeping her alive, the magic from that. Like, mm. he, you know? Um, but he's like... Basically, he's like, you like sitting in that hot water because it makes your war- your skin warm. He's like, you know what else it's going to do? It's going to make it fall off your fucking body until mm-hmm. you're just a bunch of bones and meat. And he goes, and at that point, I'm taking my fucking coin back. <laughs> 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 but it's like, it, it, there's so many nice, like, fun moments like that. Yeah. And, like, um, uh, it just, a lot of it's like, there's because they're taking their time opening right. the story up. I, yeah. We've gone through an entire first season. And we're and five we chapters haven't really got anywhere. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely gonna. It's in for the long haul. And it's 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 a story that uh, uh, it's for somebody like somebody like me, where I'm I I have religion, but I'm not like a religious person. Like I'm not the kind of person where I like I'm gonna toot my horn and force shit on you. Like I don't believe in that. It speaks to me in ways like that. What like what we're talking about? Like that idea of like. I think at a certain point people forget why they follow religion. They just do it mindlessly and then they choose new religions based on whatever of the new of the day drives yeah. them. You yeah. know? And that religion can be Star Wars, it can be fucking uh Fox News, you know, river it can rafting. be River Rafting well the the guides. <laughs> Those crunchy motherfuckers. <laughs> Dude, these fucking these guys are straight out of fucking point break. Right. Man. I mean they're like, you know, we're the gonna what? Dude, okay, real quick, sidetrack back to rafting. So the first day we had like this Asian group of people that had we did not know that were on their own trip. And they flipped their boat in the middle of this small class three rapid. Yeah. And one of the other guides literally looks at the people in his boat and was like, You guys got this. Runs, takes four steps, like runs, doop, 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 down the center of the boat, jumps, and literally jumps from one boat to the flipped over boat, pulls a, like a, a, a carabiner off his goddamn belt loop wraps it on that's got a strap pulls it over to the other side and is like riding this goddamn thing down the river like a greek god like with one on each side and then he's like one two and flips the boat back over by himself all in the span of like 20 seconds meanwhile steve and i are we're like like i didn't even see this happening because (laughs) i'm watching this fucking girl come down the river and i'm just like her and i like we've locked eyes (laughs) and i'm like Okay, I've got a, I've got, I, I've never done this before. I got to get this girl out of the river, right. like right now. So I didn't even see all that happen. Oh, I saw that while I was, I was the other guy. I was so. totally like, 
like focused on nothing but getting and then she almost went under the front of our boat you know and luckily she was a little thing so i was able to like you know get her no problem all them curls paid off for you on this trip right (laughs) yeah yeah. because we had to do that uh three times we we were rescue boat on this trip we got i I think you pulled two people out i pulled four people out yeah um and we, we pulled one out together, so you, yeah, but you. Yeah, we got we got um uh crystal uh, crystal life. crystal yeah. twice. Yeah, you know, so Dude, she got like, it, you you know how like in movies when people hit trees and like it doesn't right. do anything, like we're just gonna drive through these branches or something. That is not what happens when you hit a tree in real life at twelve <laughs> to fifteen miles an hour. Yeah, like she hit a branch and it cleared their boat out, dude what yeah like it and shane's got to be pushing 300 pounds like he is not a small man this guy fell out of the boat and like it and one one of the other guys uh got sucked into a rapid chris and he hit the it pushed him up against a rock and i shit you not he jumped out of the water like wolverine yeah <laughs> see i looked up and he was I, I missed the jump but i looked up and he was on top of the rock i was like oh shit and, how we're we gonna get him and not only that you but know? you're like how the fuck did he get up there right <laughs> like yeah, but I mean, yeah. So, anyways, uh, but, but yeah, the guides fucking point break. Yes, they're doing this for the summer. They'll be in Costa Rica after that, and they'll be fucking and they'll be riding the NAR in fucking Australia um, in the winter. So, uh, hey, fucking a guys. Yeah. I mean, you're living it. Whatever. You, yeah. But you're right. But I mean, that like that's their life, and that's yeah. what they're into. And you talk to them, and like one of the guys in our boat was working to be a guide. He was a retired cop, hmm. and we're like. And I was kind of, I thought he was divorced at first. And he's like, oh, no, no, my wife just stays at home. I'm like, you have the coolest wife ever. And then right. she's just like, go be a rafting guide for well, the summer, sweetie. After you know? after the fact, I was thinking about this on the way home. I was like, these fucking guides, they've got their fucking, their big ass oars. They, they, these motherfuckers didn't need us at all. You're right. Okay. <laughs> they were shouting commands to make us feel like we were doing something. Right. This, this, our guy, he was in control of that fucking boat. And now... After we got back too, and I'd heard that those people had fucking they didn't want us in that water. They yeah, like they knew they knew what what had happened. Yeah, and I remember when we had gotten to camp, and I asked about the well. Remember the helicopter that went by a couple times? Yep, real fucking low, like yep, yeah. Some shit had gone down, dude. We had three we had three people die Mm -hmm. uh, on the upper current while we were there. Not in our bank of the river, but they were definitely yeah. So. So you know that they knew. You know, they were in contact, but with they didn't tell us. They no, they weren't saying at all. That they're not yeah. like, hey, somebody died, but they were super. And with the whole trip, I'm and we kept saying, I'm like, man, everybody's really nervous on this trip this year. And that makes sense as to why, mm-hmm. like in retrospect. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. but with that being said, American Gods, like I check cannot, it out. Like, I know I was going to say I'm we're sold. We will have a long and discussion. Logan about Noir. It. Yes. Yeah. And Ice Pirates. Like, definitely. And Ice Pirates. <laughs> That's a second chance movie. And don't waste your money on Alien Covenant. No, fuck no. Like, go rewatch Aliens with Bill Paxton, and you'll be much you'll be much better for it. So, um, all right, guys. I I well, we did a little bit more than we originally anticipated, so I will probably end up breaking this into two episodes. No, that's all right. You know, I don't care. It's yeah. our listeners will be happy, right? Um, but yeah, man, it's been good seeing you guys again. We'll have to do this again sooner as opposed to later. Um, uh, we do have some stuff coming up that we're going to need to talk about. I know mm-hmm. Steve's really excited about the new Transformers movie coming out, right, Steve? Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's Opening so day. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Something about the fucking 
nights at the round table. I don't, I don't know, know what the fuck but, is going but on. But we will anymore. do a Wonder Woman uh, talk on yep, our next episode. For sure. Uh, for sure. So, all right, guys. I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, this episode. Uh, we have been certainly enjoyed recording for you. Uh, once again, I'm Brody. I'm the alien fleshlight. I'm don't touch anything. And we hope you guys are having a nerd life crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. Nerd Life Crisis.